Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Cruzy. And today we are going to try to bluff our way into the East Coast upper class art scene, um, or creme de la creme of the art world, I guess, and specifically the New York art scene in the game A Fake Artist Goes to New York. Uh, this is an Oink game, uh, one of uh, many, many Oink games, uh, widely regarded as one of their better, if not best, games in their collection. So this is a highly, highly regarded game. Uh, it was designed and the art is done by, not that there's much art, uh, June Sasaki. <laughs> uh, there's very little art in this game, but it is uh, it does have its own unique art style if you purchase the game. This is also a game that you could very easily make yourself or print and play up a version of this. But um, I I personally have the Oink version. Did you Do you have the Oink version as well? Yeah, I have the Oink version. Yeah, it's a nice little carrying case. The markers are questionable <laughs> how long they will last, yeah. but uh, <laughs> but it is nice to have a little box and uh, uh, with the name of the game on it, and, and of course to support the game designers. Um, this is a, a social deduction game, and uh, this the way I describe this game is it's it's got elements of Pictionary, and as soon as I say Pictionary, people look crestfallen, and then I'm say, but then I say, but it doesn't matter. You don't have to know how to draw. In fact, that's kind of the point. And then exactly. they're back on board. <laughs> So uh, it's very straightforward to play, so we might as well just jump right into how we play this thing. All right. So you get a group of people together. Uh, one of those people in any in round, um, technically, it's it's one of those games where you just play one round, and that's the entire game, and then you play another round, and things change up. So uh, one person will be the game master, uh, and they will essentially think of something for everyone to draw. Uh, it can be anything they want it to be, although... You, they are technically rooting for the fake artist in this one, so they don't want it so complicated that the fake artist couldn't get it. They want they want it to be a good game, essentially. Uh, so they will think of something for them to, to draw, and they have these little tiny whiteboards to write that thing down on. So they will write it down on every single one of them except one. Uh, and on that one, they will just put an X or the word fake. Uh, and then they will shuffle those up and hand them out to every player. Uh, so every player is then assigned a role. If they have whatever that word was, they are an artist. And if they got the X or the fake, they are the fake artist. Uh, and so what they are trying to do is essentially, depending on what team you ended up on, if you're the artist, you are trying to make sure everyone knows you're the artist, but make sure the fake artist doesn't figure it out. And as the fake artist, you are trying to pretend you are an artist so that no one can figure out you are the fake artist. Uh, what will happen then, uh, technically the game master gives a category, so at the very least the fake artist kind of knows what's going on. So for example, if they had written down the lion uh, as the thing to draw, they might so the category of animal. So uh, starting with the person just to the left of the game master, they will draw one thing, and by one thing they can add their marker to the sheet of paper uh, and doodle all they want, but as soon as they lift their pen or marker, uh, they're done. They can't draw anymore. So draw carefully. Uh, <laughs> the pad of paper they give you in the game is quite small, uh, so you know, keep, keep it tight in. Uh, <laughs> then it goes to the next person. They will add something to that. They will, again, Put their marker down once, doodle a bunch, and as soon as they remove their marker, they are done. And it will keep going around, and it will go around to every player 
twice in a circle. Once everyone has drawn uh, twice, then it gets to the voting phase. This is where people then try and decide, all right, who is the fake artist? And using different colors of markers for each player, you can tell who drew what, and so you're slowly going, well, I don't know what you were drawing there. What were you thinking? And, ugh, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I know what I'm doing. Obviously, I know. You all know that I know, right? Because I drew this, and how could I know to do that if I didn't know? And a bunch of accusations. Well, I think after you saw them draw that, you knew or were guessing based on that, or, like, all he did was draw two vertical lines i i mean what obviously he doesn't know what he's doing so it, <laughs> it goes around eventually it will get to the point and you may put this under a time limit uh where everyone will then vote everyone lists their hand and they will point at one person simultaneously well they will point that one person will point at someone and everyone will do that type of thing simultaneously uh, <laughs> and if if they can vote for the fake artist as a majority um then it, the fake artist is then under suspicion. If they don't, the fake artist immediately wins, and Allah, the game master, also wins. Uh, but if they cannot, if they do vote for the correct fake artist, and I believe in the rules it says if it's a tie, uh, it's still under fake artist suspicion, so that's good enough. Uh, the fake artist does have a chance to win, though. If they, are, if they are caught, if they can at the very least name what was being drawn, then they still win. Which means that as you're drawing this, you can't just draw really well. If you draw too well, the fake artist is going to know exactly what is going on, uh, which also makes it easier for them to blend in. But at no point in time, even if it's gotten past the fake artist, can you go, well, I'll, I'll just draw this. So then everyone definitely knows that I'm not the fake artist. But then you also might be giving away to the fake artist what it is. So you're always trying to draw something kind of close, but something kind of obscure, but not too obscure that then you, people start thinking you're the fake artist, which was the trouble I tend to have. Uh, <laughs> but that is the entire game. That is it. That's everything. And yeah, that is pretty, pretty much the game. <laughs> it's very, uh, very straightforward game. Um, this is uh, a plays, I don't think I said before, but it plays 5 to 10. And uh, Board Game Geek recommends 6 to 7. I would kind of agree with that. Like, what's your what's your playing experience with this? What kind of size groups are you typically playing with? I, I've i actually gone below the player count a few times. Oh, really? I think I've done a, I've done a game of four once. Mm -hmm. And I still, I, I think because of the group I was with, it worked really well. I think in yeah. a majority of groups, it's not going to go well. But if you've got a, a, a group that's just kind of fun-loving and doesn't really care what's going on, they're just like, oh, I'm just here to have fun. I don't care. It still works. It was hilarious um, because uh, it, I think there was a lot of meta going on. Like every time we draw something, it for some reason all of us were just like, "I think I just drew a penis." It was just like every, <laughs> it was just like, "Dang it!" Yeah. I was trying to draw a zipper, and now it kind of <laughs> looks like a penis now. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I keep drawing these. Yeah, I uh, I I can see four working actually. Um, this was uh, I so I played this at our game group. Um, this is one of my times and played it with a big, big group of the full complement. And uh, I think it works really well with a big complement, but I think the bigger the group, the harder it is for everyone to kind of be 
in the mix and and uh, focusing on what's going on. It's just too easy to have like in a loud like brewery setting, uh, like a lot of chatting going on and sort of just doing this as an afterthought. <laughs> so I would agree with you. I think a, a four would work really well. I'd actually like to try it with four. Um, but I think the six to seven for me though, it's kind of hits the perfect amount. Uh, at least yeah. in in my experience, I feel like that's probably right. Ten is okay, but just it's when you get a bigger group with a game like this, you kind of need to see. One of the problems is is that the drawing pad is so small, and so from across yeah. the table at a long table, it's really hard to even see what's going on, much less comment on it. So, two things I think would be helpful here is if you did have if you did play this game and you just bring a drawing pad or some sort of piece of paper that is bigger, I feel like that's that's probably better for the game. The size of the pad to me is like five, maybe six people is best with that size of the pad because it's really, yeah. really small. It's so tiny. So anyway, I I think uh, the six to seven is probably pretty accurate and and play. However, you can definitely play ten. You just got to play in a quieter place in a bigger pad with people that people can actually see what you're doing. But yeah, and I think the other thing is it makes it a little bit more of a challenge because, I mean, even even in a six player game, it's slightly a challenge because. You're yeah. always trying to think of something unique to draw. You want to make sure that you stand out as I'm not copying someone else. I'm doing my own thing. And if you got ten people in there and you're trying to draw like a tank or something, there's only so many unique things you can do with a tank before people right. are like, nah, you're copying that person or oh, you've just given it away now. There's now too much drawn on this paper. The fake artist already if they didn't know by now they know now yeah type of a thing and so it it get, gets more challenging with 10 i it's the the amount of challenge i think is just right with that six to seven i agree because also with that many people there's gonna be with a huge group there's gonna be a lot of people who are just bad at drawing or just like you said run out of things to draw that are uh applicable to what the subject is but not you know directly either directly giving it away or too abstract where it's just like, well, there's so many things added to this drawing. I don't know how else to add something without making it really weird. Um, and uh, the big game that we played at game night, the uh, person who was abstract, she actually was doing a good job of trying to be abstract, but she was she was the one that was immediately called out for, <laughs> to be the fake artist, and it wasn't her. But the person who was just sitting, kind of mulling over their turn for a minute, who was the fake artist trying to figure out how the hell do I add to this? What is this? No one even noticed. <laughs> and I was watching them all play <laughs> and he was, he was just going like, huh? Uh, and he took the longest to like add the second round, uh, his, his piece. <laughs> and I was just like, Oh God, you guys just focus on it. But anyway, it's just too, it was too big and too much going on and people were not uh, completely focused. So that is the, that is the key to this game is you really do have to be paying attention, not just to the drawing, but to people's, attitude as they draw I think is important uh, so big group makes it a little harder to do that in a louder setting but this was a super fun game I can tell why people like this um, I I uh, I'd like to play this a lot more <laughs> because yeah. I feel like um, the more you play this the more you like with a lot of social deduction games and, and there's a there's an art form to being the odd man out or spotting the odd man out uh, one of my favorite games is spyfall on this one and that is a very difficult game to learn how to play or not just learn how to play but just to play well and it just takes a few playthroughs to be like ah okay this is how I'm, I'm the spy or this is how I spot the spy um, and this is a similar one, which I think would be even a little harder because the fake artist can kind of fade to the background and sort of chill out and be, especially in the first round of drawing, 
um, adding. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I'm, I'm. I'm just saying that. But now I'm realizing it probably is no different for the first and second that much. Where <laughs> if you are really abstract, it draws a lot of suspicion. But there's a reason why you'd be abstract. Abstract. Anyway. So that what I'm saying is there's a learning curve to this game, and it takes a few plays to really understand how you should be approaching yeah. it to really get the bet most out of it. Yeah, I, I've played a number of games where. Uh, it, the first few games don't go off as well. It, this game suffers from that. There are stages to it, and people really they're used to like Pictionary, where once they're done drawing, they can just say whatever they want to, and and they're yeah. done. It's just like, oh, how could you not get this? I was trying to do this, and people really sometimes when they're trying to communicate something in a way that isn't verbal. People can't help but s- yeah. say it, it as soon as they're done. I think I was watching a playthrough of uh, Monikers, and they were at that point where they're acting things out in charades. And as soon as they're right. done, it's the, the game's not over. There's another phase. And so once like they were done, they were just like, how could you not tell I was trying to do this? And I'm just like, no, 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 no. What are you doing? The game's not over. Like, And this is one of those games that kind of suffers from that, where you need to know there's still more going on. And right. it, it doesn't suffer in the way that, oh, they want to talk. It's more, it suffers in that sometimes people forget, wait, there's another way for the fake artist to win. I think there was one where we were trying to draw, I think it was a skateboard. And we were doing really well at not giving it away. And like I did like a half pipe, but there were people going, I don't know what that is. He's probably the fake artist. But everyone's like, no, no, no. He knows what's going on. Trust me. I know he knows type of a thing. And we were all – and it was so like everything was very obscure until it got to the last person to draw. And they're like, oh, I'm the last person. It doesn't matter. Well, I'm just going to link up these two circles. So now we've got a skateboard here. I'm like, why did you do that? Oh, yeah. You just gave it away. Yeah. (laughs) And we we were able to guess the fake artist. But they're like, oh, it's a skateboard. Because because of that one last thing that got drawn they're like oh yeah I forgot that they can guess and still win it's it those phases people are just like oh well I just I have the easy thing here I'm like you could have done it you could have literally done nothing I knew you weren't the fake artist because of what yeah. you drew before you could have just drawn something to throw someone off and that would have been perfectly fine right but <laughs> right yeah it although you can do it that you can play the game the other way. I've had games, uh, one of the four player games. I cannot remember what was being drawn, but I do remember I was the fake artist, and the person who started decided to start with throwing the fake artist off, and they like drew, I think they drew Italy or something like that, and so I'm like. <laughs> what is going on? Like it didn't even match the category. (laughs) I think I I was like completely thrown off the, I think the answer was like flamenco dancing or something like that. I was, Oh, it totally, it had not, had it not been for that. I would have, probably figured it out but i was between like three things and oh god it drove me because she started it with that i'm like that's really oh funny. my god like wait what <laughs> it totally worked oh that's really funny um yeah i i i i wanted to play this a lot more just to feel i feel like uh yeah just learning kind of the nuances of this game is mm-hmm. the, where the real fun lies and so it 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 uh, it really does take some playthroughs, and I said it before, and I'll say it again. I feel like the smaller play counts, at least in at that point, while you're getting to learn it, are are best for this game. Um, so anyway, yeah, there's not much much more to say about a fake artist. It's a very straightforward but fun and silly, quick little game. Um, I do agree with you that I think ideally the best way to play it is over a few rounds, um, or a few or a few game play a few games at a time, and they go they go really quick. 
And so, uh, yeah, that's how I would definitely approach it. Yeah. I also wish that they sold this in a bigger box with a bigger pad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The other thing is the game master also needs to realize that they are rooting for the fake artist. I've had a a few games where someone's just like, oh, I'm like, even the people that are the artists are like, the fake artist has no chance. Like, it's way too specific of something. I think... Uh, it was like a tuna casserole was one of them. And I'm just like, no, it, casserole, maybe tuna. All right. But tuna casserole, that's that's crazy. There was even one where I was the fake artist uh, and the category was good luck charms. And I'm like, OK, all right. Could be a number of things. The answer was uh, an, an orca. And <laughs> I'm sitting there going. No one would, if someone said, give me a category that Orca falls under. Yeah. Like 98% of people are not going to say good luck charm. And I'm sure in yeah. some, and she's like, oh, but in certain, you know, Native American cultures, it is yeah, a good luck. Who lo-. knows she's like, that? No <laughs> one knows that. She's like, yeah, but it, it's true. And like, it doesn't matter if it's true. You were supposed to be on my side. You right. totally tanked me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not showing your vast knowledge of Native American culture. It's giving a good clue. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. That's annoying. Um, yeah, that is a good point, though. You are technically on the fake artist side, so you're trying to give them a good jump start on, uh, or, you know, obviously it can't be too obvious, but give them a good direction to go. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I like playing both sides, playing the, the guesser and also playing the the game runner. I thought it was pretty fun to choose the category. The one thing that's a little hard is, um, this is a minor complaint, filling out those plaques and uh, real oh, quickly, yeah. especially with a full complement of people. It's just like, all right, one sec, guys, give me five minutes while I write the word of what, I'm, what we're doing and then uh, mix it up a bit. Yeah, and then the thing is, it's little tiny dry erase boards. So the worst thing is, occasionally you'll mix them up and it'll be like, oh, I just scratched off all of the answers. Or someone can't read what you just wrote because you, well, while you were shuffling, you erased what they what you just wrote on there. So you have to be very right. careful when you mix them up. So that it's a little troubling. You might just want to use tiny scraps of paper. But if, if the group isn't too big, it's not too hard to mix them up. I think one, there was one game where uh, the game master was handing them out, and as they were handing them out, they f- accidentally flipped it over, uh, and I'm just like, "Well, that got to start it over. Got to think of a new category." And so it's it's a, a tense, careful uh, placement of things as you start out the game, but it's not too bad. Yeah. So little things to keep track of here as you as you play to can hang you up. But uh, once again, this game is silly, and there's going to be silly things that happen <laughs> that are going to surprise you. <laughs> so um, so that's all just part of it. But uh, really cool structure, really fun. I think this is a great game for taking out, especially like I was saying, in a smaller group than the full ten, ideally. But this is a real fun game to have drinks over and especially have some food over. So let's talk about that. Taking it out specifically, once again, this is going to be probably one of the best ones we've reviewed <laughs> yeah. just for table space. I mean, you're going to have uh, just a couple things that are on the table, really. You'll have, well, three things. You'll have your marker, and it's in a specific color. Um, you'll have the your little uh, uh, clue chit 
that will tell you what you're painting or if you're the fake artist. And that's just a really small piece of hard uh, cardboard, thick cardboard stock. And then you'll have the um, drawing pad moving around the table. And if you're if you do follow my suggestion and get a bigger drawing pad, that's going to be slightly more space. But honestly, it's it's nothing. So really, this game can be fit around almost anything you can imagine uh, food wise and drink wise and a very busy table and still functionally play this game very easily. So it is really good one for for that. Um. Let's see. I for vibe and table talk. I, I think you could probably tell based on what we were talking about. This this is another just great one. It yeah. it, it it's it adds to just some silly accusations and some lighthearted accusations. It's not a serious game. You're not gonna feel. I think the pressure as the fake artist that you feel in some other social deduction games. Uh, Spyfall, like I mentioned re, uh, before, uh, that is v- huge pressure when you are the spy. <laughs> you just feel like everyone immediately knows it's you and there's no way you're going to get out of it. And that is really intense. This is much more lighthearted and silly. So it's it's just, just a very goofy game. Um, let's see. What else? It, I think that's pretty uh, much it for... Oh, good. Another thing to mention about taking out is... Because it it is a color dependent, uh, a game dependent on knowing colors. If it's a low light situation, which uh, fair we have had, it sometimes can be difficult to tell the difference between colors. So like, like there's a dark green and a light green. There's sometimes the purple looks like blue. So you just have to be careful about what colors you pick, or you know. You just you have to like remember. Oh yeah, they drew that type of a thing. Even though it's a little hard to tell which one's which, so it can be a little bit troubling in that fact. But I mean, if it's if you have good lighting, it's gonna be fine. Unless I guess if someone has is colorblind, then I don't. Uh, then you really have to be very very careful about what colors to select. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, no, that's a fair point, actually, about the lights. That is kind of something that we ran into at My Game Group, which isn't a brewery, and has sort of that um, mu- dusky lighting setup. <laughs> so if you really need light on your in your uh, game, you got to find a high-top table that has light literally right over it. And uh, that did that was, that was kind of a factor that you mentioned, I, I'm realizing in retrospect, that uh, it really w- can be hard to see these colors. Because some of them are just, like, shades of, like, pink or orange or something like that they're just slightly adjacent uh-huh. to each other and it's like is that who is that <laughs> if you didn't watch them draw their thing so uh, but but still like once again a, a minor thing that's easy to just be cognizant of as you play this game um all right well i think i think that does it for that so let's jump into would your mom like this game i i think she might i feel like there's there's a possibility compared to many of the others we've, uh, we've looked at, that this game fulfills that I think your mom would be... I think your mom would have fun with this game. I don't know if it would be her fate, but I think she'd play it and be and think it's fun. What do you think? I think my mom would love this game. Yeah, I, that's and the, and here's, he, she's never played it, but here's my reasoning, is she loves Balderdash, and this oh, right. kind of is like the Pictionary version of Balderdash, right? Because uh-huh. in in Balderdash, you've gotten a word that like no one knows the definition of, and everyone just makes up just stupid definitions, right? And and as you go along, not the thing is, part of the reason why she likes it is she likes to play it, but also she likes to play with my dad, and my dad is so good at BSing. That like he he's the type of person that will like throw it in and be like, oh, yeah. And he'll like 
be like, yeah, this one looks good. He's the talker, and he's a, he's always a salesman, so he's like, right, right, yeah, right. of course. So he's like manipulating the game the whole time, and so she gets a huge <laughs> kick out of just seeing him manipulate the game. Right, right. That it's just really entertaining, and so the, all of those factors. I think she would really like this game. I think she would have trouble on times on her turn, especially if she's the fake artist, and especially if she's the fake artist on turn one. Mm-hmm. I think she'd have, have trouble with it, but in the long run, I think she would just get a huge kick out of this game. And actually, the next time I see her, I'm this is going to be one of those games where I'm going to pull this one out. So, yeah. Love nice. It. Yeah. All right. Two for two. I think she liked... Uh, oh, no, not Grifter. She didn't like Grifter. <laughs> what was not the what was the one before that? She, it that was, was uh, uh, I think the one I said maybe yes. A saboteur was a maybe saboteur. Yes. yes, yeah, yeah. That was a possibly yes. This is a definite yes. So we're getting better. Yes. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, I, I also I, I could see your mom really enjoying this game. So we've got one in another one. Um, okay, great. What else can we say about this game? I feel like this is like a quick review, but it fake artist is a quick little game <laughs> so uh, it's i know there were things in my head that i'm like oh yeah mention that the one thing i can think of right now, you did mention the markers are a little weird mm-hmm. uh like there's something weird with the cap where if you put them in at the wrong angle it starts like just to rip up the the tip of it yeah so you have to be careful putting it in if you're gonna be drinking chances are you're just gonna have to get new markers because they're yeah. going to get ripped up <laughs> right they're really cheap <laughs> they're really really cheap i mean this game is uh, uh, this game doesn't cost a ton of money, but um, but the markers are very cheap. <laughs> and so, and as you're playing, there's always going to be one person that goes, "Couldn't couldn't you just get markers and paper? Why why, why do you need to buy the game?" Yes, and every time someone will say this. Every too. time someone will mention that, and you're just like, "I don't know. I want to support the people who make the game." So, yeah. yes, you could right now, sitting in your home. Make this game, just get some Very paper, easy. different color markers, really easy. But if you want to actually support the people that make these games, just buy. It's not that expensive. What is it, like 15 bucks, I think? Yeah, between 15 and 20, depending on where you live and what's around you. And um, But yeah, it's it's fairly cheap. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, hey, you could make this one and then go buy another Oink game and support them that way <laughs> if you like. But... <laughs> But uh, but this is a cute one. It comes in a cute little box, like all Oink games do. Um, so yeah. But th- that being said, it is annoying. The markers are so. I mean, they they would do what they need to do for a while, but just the small size of the pad and a marker that doesn't have a fine tip that's drawing, then suddenly your contribution is becoming bigger and harder to be precise with. So it's part of the yeah, but yeah, part of the challenge. I just uh, when, as soon as I draw a line, it's a third of the paper. <laughs> Oh, um, the the other thing I wanted to mention, uh, the theme. Now, normally I don't care about the theme, but as I was getting ready to um, talk about the game, I was just kind of thinking about the theme of it uh, and the fact that, yes, you're a fake artist, you're trying to fool others, but the, it, it's making a statement about actual art that... Only the artist would actually know what you're drawing. Anyone else would have no clue. That just, it, it seems so poignant. Right, right, right. Yeah, there is a subtle undercurrent of commentary at this game, for sure. Um, 
but anyway, yeah, this is just a great one. I, I think this is obviously this is a recommend for us. I I feel like it is uh, just a silly fun idea that it, once you play it first, I think I think another thing, and we mentioned this before, but just to be cognizant that if you're hosting this game, go into it knowing you kind of have to clarify to people, especially first timers, well, def- mostly first timers, exactly what they're trying to do and, and some direction on how to do it. Because I think one of the things too that I also want to add is that um, drawing adjacent drawings, just to be clear clear to people that they don't always have to add to the core thing. In fact, having the core thing, like we did astronaut and immediately they, the people were starting to draw the astronaut in the middle, like huge. Yeah. Like it was just this giant astronaut in the middle. So it's very clear what you're going for but not necessarily um necessary to draw in the middle it can be just the thing on the page and everyone who knows what it is will know what it is but if you're drawing something periphery to that the same size as it that supports that drawing it's still just as valid so i think clarifying that just basic concept to people uh is very important just to get the game functioning um better uh so yeah just anyway just be cognizant as you're running it but other than that this is a Great silly game, a very fun one to recommend, and, or a fun one to play, and a high recommend, easy recommend for taking out for sure, and just a great one for a group when you have larger groups to uh, to try. Yeah. All right, we've done Ooh. it. I can't think of anything else to add about figures to goes to New York. <laughs> yeah, it's um, a short one. It's a but it's good. Yeah. When a game is this good, it's it's hard to talk too much about it because it's yeah, just and straightforward. Good. Yeah. Yeah. There's not much more we can say, and not much more we need to say. You've heard it all. Make your own decisions, people. Come on. Don't lean on us. We can't do it all for you. No, do uh, lean on us a little. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, please us. do lean on us a bit. <laughs> I take it back. I apologize. <laughs> lean on us as much as you need to. All right. Well, if you guys would like to reach out to us and let us know how you played this, uh, if you played this game and had some fun with it or uh, if it fell flat for you, uh, please, you can reach out to us in many different ways. The easiest ones are over Instagram and Twitter at Chits in Chat, Chits and Chat. And you can also go into our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com, and scroll down to the Chits and Chat page and fill out our comment form there. We'd love to hear from you. We're going to keep plugging away, and I haven't even counted where we are now, but uh, we're not close to our second wrap-up, but we're coming up on... Um, we're coming up on the halfway point of our yeah, second Yeah, we're wrap coming up. up on the halfway point, <laughs> so we might... Uh, I don't know. We might do something different this uh I don't know, are we in a season right now, or are we just in a stage of <laughs> reviews? I All right, here, here we go. I, I, I knew this was going to come up at some point in time. The way we've been numbering our episodes, we've started it with a one, right? right. Which makes absolutely no sense, because uh, th- that was back when we are like, oh, we'll, do, we'll talk about bar games this time and the next time. Right. No, we're just going to continue this bar game theme. So really, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking since our numbering is so weird, eventually we'll hit, like... 200 people are going to think that it's an episode number it's not the one is technically a season so <laughs> so we should we should we, switch I, over to season two before 200s before we get to 200 so my my thing is after we're done with this we'll have hit essentially because we're doing 25 games and 25 games plus one wrap-up game that's 52 episodes which is how many weeks are in a year and also how many cards are in a deck we can say that's Ooh. deck one and then we'll Ooh. go over to deck two all right. So it's just, oh, it's, I like it. Yeah, I see? like it a lot. <laughs> Game related numbering system. <laughs> That's awesome. We should copyright that. <laughs> Perfect. I like it a lot. That's great. 
All right, all right. We're in we're in the middle of deck or the later half of deck two or deck one and getting deck ready. Deck one. To- <laughs> we're we're in this the the spades of the deck right now. <laughs> we're in the. <laughs> it's early evening in deck two. Yep, that analogy doesn't match. So, uh, <laughs> all right, all right, guys. Well, yes, that sounds great. So we will be uh, thinking in the future as we get closer to that uh, secondary wrap up. And so we would love to have any suggestions from you guys about games that would fit the taking out to a bar or restaurant mold. Um, we have some on the docket, but as we've done so many now, it's harder to, to come up with more and more ideas of good ones that would fit that specific need. So I, I've, uh, got, I've got a list. I've got a list. <laughs> I'm not but worried I, about I, the rest of I, deck one. I'm worried about deck two. <laughs> uh, but, I'm, uh, but anyway. I'm worried about the second half of deck two is what I'm worried right? about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just be making up games or just replaying other ones and hoping <laughs> yeah. you don't notice. <laughs> all right everybody well thank you so much for listening and uh we're re- glad you guys are tuning in uh i have a slogan or a, a catchphrase today and yes. uh once again this is a <laughs> this comes oh no <laughs> oh this is gonna be great. oh no here we no, go no 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 <laughs> all right here it is hey feeling blue and don't know what to do grab a friend and play a game huh <laughs> these are more affir- these are the in, this is my affirmation series of slogans and catchphrases <laughs> basically letting you know what to do when you're feeling down there you go this is this is this is so wrong <laughs> they're, they're getting longer <laughs> is the thing they don't have a they don't have a, a limit they're not limited they can be paragraphs <laughs> I, those aren't really catchphrases so much anymore once it, it's like saying the Gettysburg address is a catchphrase <laughs> Well, it was for its day. <laughs> and compared to the three hour speeches that are norm the norm, they're like, Ooh, what a more of a catchphrase, I'd say. <laughs> I'm sure that was bandied about after the speech. <laughs> All right. Well I will work on my content at length, but uh I stand by that one. I stand by that one full heartedly. <laughs> All right, everybody. No. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Bye.